King. Looking for highs today in the mid to upper 50s. It's 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Peter King in Orlando. President Trump has stopped U.S. money from going to the World Health Organization, which he says could have done more to stop the pandemic. Lawrence Gostin, who heads Georgetown's WHO Collaborating Center, says it's not their fault. I'm dismayed and ashamed. The uh, president appears to be shifting blame from the United States, a lack of preparedness to the World Health Organization and to China. But Mr. Trump says the WHO covered up for China and hid the severity of the pandemic until it was too late. He says he's suspending payments while the administration investigates. On Monday, Mr. Trump claimed he had absolute authority to reopen the economy. CBS's Stephen Portnoy says now... He's no longer saying it's solely up to him. I'm not going to put any pressure on any governor to open. But the president did say he'd authorize states to take the step in consultation with governors. They know when it's time to open. Mr. Trump says several states are now in good shape. 29 states are in very, very good shape. And he signals he'll advise a return to work in some parts of the country very soon. Sooner... Then the end of the month. In some areas, people are getting restless and angry. That's a parade of protesters in Raleigh, North Carolina. They want to get back to business. Natasha Ford is afraid of losing everything. This is my livelihood. We put everything into our businesses, and it's really scary what's happening right now. Nursing homes have been breeding grounds for COVID-19, and now a Seattle family is suing one where 37 people have died. More from Cairo TV's Allison Grandy. I never expected it to be like this. We first met Debbie de Los Angeles outside Life Care Center of Kirkland. Her mother, Twyla Morin, died March 4th. She was 85 years old. Now de Los Angeles is suing Life Care Centers of America and Life Care Center of Kirkland for wrongful death. One of the most startling accusations was confirmed by federal investigators who say there wasn't a resident physician on site at the nursing home. With the travel industry tanking, U.S. airlines have just gotten what could be a life-saving bailout from the government. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. The nation's largest airlines have tentatively agreed to a $25 billion deal. The agreement will allow workers to be paid and avoid massive layoffs. The package includes a mix of cash and loans. The government will also get warrants that can be converted into a small ownership stake. Ten years after the Gulf oil spill, University of South Florida researchers say they've sampled some 2,500 fish across the Gulf and have found traces of oil in all of them. S&P futures are down 50 points, Dow futures down 370. This is CBS News. Dell Small Business Technology Advisors offer advice, one-on-one -on -one partnership, and tailored tech solutions like computers with Intel Core processors. Call an advisor today at 877-BY-DELL. Good morning and welcome in on your Wednesday morning. It's the 15th of April here. We've got a chance of light rain this morning. Cool this afternoon, though. Our high temps in the mid-50s. This is Washington's Top News, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Here is Joan Jones. And so good to have you with us today. Well, today is tax day, and there are a lot of changes now in place to help those hit hard by the pandemic. And it means some new deadlines. Folks filing in Maryland have until July 15th to do so. Tax payments are also due by then. And if you're a business owner, your deadline is June 1st. And anyone who has filed for a federal extension has until October 15th. And the due date to file and pay taxes in the district is also July 15th. 
And in Virginia, the tax payment due date has been extended to June 1st. And if you haven't filed yet, you have until May 1st to do so. But if you can't file by then, there's an automatic six-month extension already in place. As for federal taxes, the deadline to file is July 15th. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Well, imagine struggling with lost income due to the pandemic and then being told that your rent is going up to boot. The Montgomery County Council is considering a bill to keep that from happening. There's many, many Montgomery County landlords who have done the right thing in supporting their tenants and helping them to find solutions during this crisis. But at-large council member Will Jawando says, unfortunately, there are many who have sent notices to residents of upcoming increases of up to 35%. These would go in effect when many individuals and businesses are going to be trying to recover from the lost wages due to COVID. So he's proposed an emergency bill to stop increases during the crisis. We want to make sure that we're not having a situation where people lose their shelter, lose their home, or have eviction proceedings started after the crisis. The bill will be considered at the council's April 21st meeting. If passed, it would go into effect immediately. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. The city of Alexandria is asking the Virginia Department of Health to provide more localized information about the age, gender, and race of coronavirus victims. Well, figures are given statewide, Alexandria Health Director Dr. Stephen Herring says there's a need to know the age, gender, and race of hospitalizations and deaths from coronavirus in our area. What we're looking to do is have them provide that to us by jurisdiction. He also told Alexandria city leaders in an online meeting Tuesday night, Northern Virginia hospitals have the capacity against coronavirus. From everything we're told at this juncture and from the numbers that we're seeing, the hospital has uh, capacity to handle everything that's currently hand happening as well as any projected surge. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Now we have nearly 18,000 cases of coronavirus in the D.C., Maryland and Virginia region and more than 500 deaths now. The region reported its largest daily increase in deaths yesterday. It was a combined 61 people dying from the virus. Other, uh, the breakout of that looks like this. Maryland has more than 9,400 cases with 302 deaths. Virginia reports more than 6,000 cases and 154 deaths. And in the district, there are more than 2,000 cases and 67 deaths. Together, Maryland and D.C. have more than 1,100 people who have recovered from the virus, but Virginia doesn't report recovery numbers. Well, still to come here on WTOP. The mayor responds to a violent month in D.C. I'm Megan Cloherty. It's 6.06. I'm Bruce Allen with WTOP's Community Callout, our ongoing commitment to provide relevant announcements and information that will help you with COVID-19. These messages will update you on the different ways local businesses and organizations are helping our community. Community Action Council of Howard County continues to meet the needs of those most vulnerable in Howard County. Their food bank remains open, but with a significant increase in demand for items, they are asking for online donations through their webpage, cac-hc.org slash get involved. Ronald McDonald House Charities of Greater Washington, D.C. has temporarily closed to non-essential staff. You can help provide meals and a comfortable environment for their families by donating monetarily or purchasing items on their Amazon wish list. For more information, visit rmhhcdc.org. WTOP is committed to running the community call-out message until it's not needed anymore. For 24-7, 365 updates, keep listening or visit us at WTOP.com. Never miss a moment. Good morning, it's 6.08. Prevent the spread of viruses with Michael and Son's germicidal UVC. Go to michaelandson.com. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. 
All right, wet roadways. Please be careful if you are headed out this morning. Some troubles already in Virginia. 95 in Stafford. Southbound, there have been a crash down near the ramp to exit 143B. That's westbound 610. It's along the far right side of the roadway, so if you're approaching and need to exit there, you're going very slowly, get past all the equipment, then you can hop into the ramp. In Newington, Alban Road is closed up near Terra Woods Drive. There was a vehicle off the roadway that was involved in a crash. Tow truck was on scene, so traffic was paused. No troubles on 395, leaving the Beltway North all the way up toward the 14th Street Bridge. We did have some activity. Cars spun out in the district. South on DC 295, the ramp to come inbound on the 11th Street Bridge. It's along the right side, and the headlights were facing traffic, so it's a tough one. You'll find in Maryland, we're quiet. 270 South coming out of Frederick. There was an early morning crash on the Beltway Outer Loop topside after Connecticut Avenue. What was left of it, I believe, was over on the right shoulder at the end of the on-ramp from Connecticut Avenue to get on to the Outer Loop of the Beltway. But in that same area, earlier Maryland State Police had reported a couple, three inches of water high standing in that left lane. So please be careful as you ride the roller coaster headed out toward Connecticut Avenue if you are along the far left side of the roadway. WTOP reporters are driven by Fitzgerald Auto Mall. Come see the price of every new Toyota at Fitzgerald Toyota. No personal information required with a yellow tag on every car. That's the Fitzway. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Could be a light rain shower this morning, even a few wet snowflakes here and there, no accumulation. This activity ends by 9 a.m. Later today, clearing and cool. Our highs will be in the mid to upper 50s. Partly cloudy skies and cold tonight. A bit of a breeze. Could be a freeze north and west. Lows in the low to mid 30s suburbs to upper 30s near the district. Partly cloudy, breezy, and cool on Thursday. Highs mid to upper 50s. Late day showers on Friday. Highs low to mid 60s. Showers on Saturday. Highs will be in the mid 50s. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Stineford. And right now in northwest Washington, it is 36 degrees. Well, there's more evidence in Maryland that the coronavirus is having a disproportionately severe impact on African-Americans. Prince George's County, which has a majority black population, is being hit harder by the pandemic than any other county in Maryland, and hospitals are struggling to keep up. Paul Grinaldo, president of Doctors Community Hospital in Lanham. The question is, what do you do when those patients keep coming and you're looking at what your current capacity is? One thing he's doing is adding more than 50 new beds this week with the help of a former nursing home that's near the hospital. Facilities around the county scrambling to increase their capacity by adding beds inside and tents outside. And some hospitals have been so overwhelmed that they've had to send patients to other facilities. Nick Ein, LAWTOP News. Metro is now asking its riders to wear a cloth face covering on trains, buses, and metro access vehicles. And the same goes for inside rail stations, bus terminals, and other transit hubs. While it is encouraged, Metro says you won't be denied access to a bus or a rail, uh, uh, make that a train, if you're not wearing one. And add Prince George's and Arundel Charles counties to the list of counties in Maryland where protective masks are now mandatory for shoppers and workers in retail spaces. Well, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is authorizing hazard pay to all city employees who continue to physically show up for work. A spokesperson for the mayor says employees are eligible for a $14 a day payment during the coronavirus crisis. The per diem bump is effective starting next week and it's retroactive back to mid-March. Bowser's also authorizing a time off award that's up to 40 hours of leave from work, which can be used after the crisis is over. Well, it was for a good cause, and it certainly was a lot of fun. With the help of a Zoom call, the Nationals got together to watch Game 7 of the World Series 
And WTOP Senior Sports Director Dave Johnson watched along. Ryan Zimmerman, the host, benefiting his pros for Heroes Relief Fund, and the guests kept showing up at the party like Sean Doolittle. What's up, guys? Good to see everybody. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? Zim, thanks for setting this up, man. I figure we can't see each other, so we might as well just hang out for a little bit and watch one of the cooler games we've ever played together. And even though now in Japan, Gerardo Parra made it in a time difference. Yeah, December, December, December 24. <laughs> <laughs> okay, time difference not important, but the difference they made important. Over $200,000 raised for the Pro for Heroes Relief Fund. More in sports. Dave Johnson, WTLP News. All right, Dave, thanks. Well, in other news this morning, D.C. is seeing an uptick in violence ever since the pandemic arrived around here. But it's not clear if the pandemic is the reason why. D.C. police, however, say that data shows both killings and assaults are above what they were last year. We had a very, very tough weekend. Hours after Mayor Muriel Bowser acknowledged a spike in crime, D.C. police responded to the sound of gunshots on Longfellow Street Northwest to find 25-year-old Clarence Scrin badly hurt. He died at the hospital. Our gun units, our police units are policing, and we know that we will find the perpetrators of these crimes. The district has had 10 homicides in the last month. It had three during the same period last year. Also, there have been 13 more assaults with a dangerous weapon than the same month in 2019. However, the mayor says she cannot say if it's related to the public health quarantine measures put into effect for coronavirus. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Hyattsville's police chief is taking an unusual step to beef up staffing during the coronavirus emergency. Six officers there who have been on desk duty awaiting results of a shooting investigation are being sent back out on the street with the investigation still ongoing. Police Chief Amel Awid says she's had critical staff shortages for more than a year and she took this step to make sure public safety demands are met and quote that we are staffed to continue our law enforcement mission in the event any of our officers are affected by COVID-19. The six officers are among 10 from three departments involved in the September shooting death of Leonard Shand behind the mall at Prince George's. Shand who had been armed with two knives was shot by police when he charged at one officer. Prince George's County Police are still investigating exactly what happened. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. 614 here, and while you're staying indoors during the coronavirus, you'll have at least a new streaming service to watch. Comcast is launching a free preview of its new Peacock app today. With the majority of the country at home, the demand for news and entertainment is truly at an all-time high. Matt Strauss, chairman of NBC Universal Digital Enterprises, says Peacock will stream 15,000 hours of content from The Office to Jurassic Park. Viewers are also seeking out programming that's comforting, familiar, even nostalgic. Dana Strong, president of Xfinity Customer Services, says viewing is up. We've seen a list of approximately two hours per day per household. We've also seen an increase of 25% in comedy viewing and a 250% increase in the voice search for free content. The sneak preview starts today for free before the official launch July 15th at $4.99 per month. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. And up ahead on WTOP, the deadliest day so far for coronavirus in the D.C. region. It's 615. Sports at 15 and 45. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Dave Johnson. Yes, it was social distancing we enjoyed. The Nationals got together on Zoom last night and watched Game 7 of the World Series. Oh, there were laughs as Sean Doolittle remembered being in that bullpen in Houston. They got a little hideout on their side. I know they got like 
room with TVs and stuff and terrible. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Investigation is ongoing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's over. It's over. Of course, the Astros got in trouble for using video in a sign-stealing scandal from a previous season. Brian Dozier at one point even banged a trash can last night, like the Astros allegedly did in that scandal. But in all seriousness, he pointed out... I don't think people realize uh, how amazing the group of guys that we had... In my whole career, I've never experienced anything like it. And to, like, run on the field and be a part of something so special with, like, a group of guys that all of my close friends, it's, it was pretty cool. And Ryan Zimmerman hosted the live stream, which raised $200,000 for his Pros for Heroes Relief Fund, designed to assist healthcare professionals with everything from supplies to meals. We're all sitting at home. We might as well do as much as we can to help the people that are literally putting their, their lives and their families' lives at risk to try and save people's lives. I don't know what, what else you could do to be more, uh, more of a hero. Than that. And you can help Ryan and his wife, Heather, by going to prosforheroes.org. Dave Johnson, WTLP Sports. All right, Dave, thanks. Up ahead, one group thinks that social distancing is going to be around for years to come. It's 616. You can't use your timeshare. They're closing the resorts, canceling reservations, and preventing owners from booking new reservations. Meanwhile, you're forced to keep paying maintenance, mortgage, and assessment fees. And forget about even getting there to begin with. Does your timeshare company care? Of course not. They're taking advantage of you. It's not right, and you want out. Whether you bought decades ago or days ago, Timeshare Freedom Group can help. Timeshare Freedom Group's freedom process has helped thousands of people just like you get free from their overpriced, unavailable timeshares. We're the leaders in the industry with decades of experience canceling timeshares worldwide, legally, and permanently. And we offer a 100% money-back guarantee. Start the freedom process now by calling Timeshare Freedom Group at 866-585-2400. That's 866-585-2400. 866-585-2400. Timesharefreedomgroup.com. Timeshare Freedom Group. We set you free. Chase is amazing. He's never felt sorry for himself, and we never wanted him to. Chase had a severe case of the flu that cost him his limbs. The Xfinity Voice Remote makes entertainment accessible to everyone.